You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. I'm your host, Momuzi. Alongside me is always the one and only Mr. BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Real name, real name, no gimmicks. I'm back, I'm back. Let's get after it. Let's get after oh, man. it. man, listen, a lot going on in the NBA. Well, not a lot going on, a lot being spoken about. So we're going to start yes, at the top there you go. with Draymond Green. Draymond okay. Green has opted out of his player option. So for okay. you guys who don't know what a player option is, you have a contract. Say I sign a th- three-year contract with the Celtics. And the first two years are guaranteed and the third year is a player option which means okay. i can opt in and take that final year or i can opt out and become a free agent it's different to a team option okay. where the team makes the decision so draymond's opted out of his player option that would have paid him what 27 million for this upcoming season okay here's, a, here's another thing when do okay. we start saying this season does if i say this season does that refer to the one that just finished or the one that's coming up at what point does that well, cross the, over? Uh, yeah, it's over. The season is done. So like, this season, season this, for this this upcoming. How about this upcoming season? Yeah, because because I say the Denver Nuggets won the championship this season. If I say last yeah. season, that's the Warriors. But besides the point, Draymond's opted out, and now he's in France chilling with LeBron. And all the rumors are swirling that the Clutch Mafia are going to take him over to LA. Um, I personally don't see him leaving the Warriors. But BJ, what are you seeing? What are you hearing on this? Well, I, I mean, Mo, I, I have to, you know, I, I have to believe that he has something, right? I, or else why would you opt out? I mean, I, I don't think you would do something without knowing something, right? You know what I mean? So I would assume at that number that he has something in place and we'll see what that is once, uh, you know, free agency starts, but it's a, it's it, here it is. I mean, you know, now free agency is starting and the draft is not even here. So I'm assuming again, just as a, as an observer that the announcement is being made so that everyone who is in the, you know, let's say in the, in the, that has a need for a power for it, they will draft accordingly and then they will begin to figure out what's what and do what needs to be what has to happen before the draft. So that's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Seems rather odd, but again, we'll see how this plays out. And, you know, it's here we are. And, and, and here we are talking about it even before the draft. Yes, sir. Well, my assumption with this Draymond thing is he would want a deal that ties in with Steph Curry's. I think Steph's got three years left. So rather than taking the 27 million for one season and becoming a free agent, he's going to look for a three-year deal. Uh, I think people were saying today it'll be around 80, maybe even $90 million. Um, I don't know how that's going to happen with all the new CBA coming in and whatnot, especially with Clay Thompson still on the books and Jordan Poole still on the books. I don't know if the Golden State Warriors are going to be able to move that Jordan Poole contract, which is becoming, it's not looking very good for them. And their future, especially with the new penalties for being in the how come? Track. How come you say that? Yeah, how you how, how come you say that? Well, the reason is, um, first of all, Jordan Poole was largely disappointing compared to the player he was when he signed that contract a year ago. Um, this season, you obviously have the incident with Draymond and Jordan Poole, which has clearly caused something, whether they admit it or not, in the locker room. And his skill set isn't necessarily what they need to be allocating 
20, what is it, 25, 30 million dollars of salary when you have Steph Curry, who's a much better version of Jordan Poole. I mean, he's a luxury to have for this Warriors team. And if it wasn't for the new CBA, you wouldn't really be too pressed about keeping him. But now you're going to see teams have to make these moves to reduce their salary so they're not paying all the luxury tax, especially if they're not competing for championships. Like Steph Curry's getting older, Clay's getting older, Draymond's getting older. You don't know if there's going to be any injuries and whatnot. And if these guys step out, then it's like, is Jordan Poole really going to be able to fill Steph Curry's shoes if Steph Curry is out for a year and have that same level of competing for a championship? Um, so that's the one thing there. The other thing with, with Jordan Poole is you, the difference in the Warriors this year is the depth wasn't the same as the depth we see on their teams during the championship runs. You know, losing Otto Porter, losing Bayelitsa, losing some of their key guys. You saw the difference that made in their style of play and the spacing and the defense um, when making a playoff run. And I think flipping Jordan Poole's contracts, maybe for a couple of other pieces, might be more beneficial than having him there. That's nothing personal. You know, I'm a big, big fan of Jordan Poole, but uh, and credit to him for getting his money. But uh, I don't know how that's a recipe for success. Okay. All right. I was just. Checking, checking in. Okay. Uh, Kyle yeah. Kuzma also declined his pay option. Pretty much an expected move. It was for $13 million this year. Do you have any sense on where you would like to see Kyle Kuzma ending up as a free agent? I do not. I, I don't have a good feel for Kyle Kuzma. And, and reason being is, you know, the team that drafts you and the teams that has your bird rights, you know, they, they have the best opportunity to give you the most money. Okay. Just from a, just from a business standpoint. However, this seems like a foregone conclusion that he's already out of there. That's what it seems like to me. And, you know, when you are trying to build something and when you're trying to, you know, be responsible because I, I, I'm, I'm I, again, I'm assuming I'm assuming that he wants to get paid a substantial amount. Like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he wants to be paid with the player that puts up the numbers he did. However, when you start getting paid that, then that comes with responsibility. So my first question would be, OK, how come the Washington Wizards aren't doing it? And maybe whatever that may be. OK, I don't know this, but then. Okay, now you're going to go somewhere else. And then who has cap space? Now you're looking at teams like the Detroit Pistons. You're looking at. Well, I was looking like at it. Where... I was looking at it right now. The only teams with cap space as it stands, the Houston Rockets have 40, 48 million. The Pacers have 13 million. The Pistons only have 5 million in cap space. And the Spurs are 4 million under the cap as it stands right now. Right. So, yeah. so, yeah. So now you're looking at signing trade. So I'm just like, it just seems. In talking to the executives and then watching with the players, well, I'm just like, they seem like they're both extremes. So, you know, all, you know, guys are opting out and I'm going, okay, just looking at it before the draft, where's the money? Mm -hmm. But again, well, we saw know, this these, are, these are conversations I'm not privy to. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out. But right now I'm assuming that they have, Something worked out once the draft happens, you'll start seeing things. You go, oh, that's what the possibility. But right now, knowing nothing, right? Because, I mean, none of us know. We're, we're not privy to those conversations. 
it doesn't seem like okay w- what's going on here but yeah. we'll see what happens i'm sure i'm sure you know there are more moves to be made which will clear up space or trades or whatever the case may be well, we saw uh, Gary Trent Jr. opt into his contract with the Toronto Raptors. Um, the Raptors obviously come out and say that they're committed to continuing with this roster and they want to compete. But really what I heard was that there wasn't a lot of market out there for Gary Trent Jr. services, um, respectfully, um, because not a lot of teams have the money to spend and a lot of teams are worried about the new rules kicking in next season and the season after in terms of the salary cap. So they want to remain somewhat flexible if they can before committing long-term money to guys. So it's interesting. The thing that everyone's talking about, though, and this is what I wanted to get your take on, is Damian Lillard. And it feels like we have this conversation every offseason about the Portland Trailblazers. Should they trade Dame? Should they trade their picks? They've got the number three overall pick this year. If you were the Portland Trailblazers, BJ, and you were in their position right now, you've got Shaden Sharp, you've got Anthony Simons, you've got the number three pick, you also have Damian Lillard, what would you do? Would you try and trade those young pieces and the pick to to build around Dame? You know, he favorited a tweet earlier saying that they should pair up Dame and Zion Williamson. Or would you trade Damian Lillard and go into a full rebuild? Well, you know, before, you know, I started working in this business, you know, those are those are always fun questions. What would you do? Okay. The real question is, what does the owner want to do? Let's just cut right to it. What is the owner? Well, there were rumors that the Portland Trailblazers might be for sale. Well, if they're for sale, then then when we know what they're going to do, they're going to they're going to get the team ready to be sold. If that's what <laughs> that's and, and what does that mean? That just, is the case. Just for our listeners, what does that so mean? So that that would mean that you want to clear your salary, you want to clear off all of the long term deals, so that when the next or new collective bargaining agreement. The team will be attractive. There's no debt, and you'll have everything squared away, ready to go when it's time to sell the team. So the question remains, what is the commitment that the owner or what is the direction the owner wants to go in? All right. As an executive, I mean, here's the, I mean, let's just cut right through it. Let's stop with all of the, which is fun to do. I love to do it too, right? You, you know, we call it barbershop talk. You know, yes. you love to say, what would you do? And you all see the fade. Things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you see all that stuff. You see it, you see it. However, the business boils down to two things. Either you're going to commit to winning, which if they commit to winning, then you got you. How do you replace Damian Lillard? You you don't. You can't replace him. So you would build around him, and you would try to add the best players that you possibly can to compete. Or do you trade Damian Lillard? and then try to get your team in position based on the rules, which would allow you the, the greatest cap flexibility so that you can build a team through the draft. And hopefully you draft well. Now, those are the two, those are the, the two possibilities that you have. So either you can try to win or begin your rebuild process. So when you see a team trade, for instance, like the Washington Wizards, and they trade Bradley Beal, well, they're telling you what they're going to do. We're going to go through the draft. So I expect Kuzma to leave. I expect Porzingis to leave. And I expect them to go ahead and start the process. So the question comes down very simple. It's very simple. What would the owner like to do? And that's what I would do. Whatever the owner wants to do, that's what we'll do. Now, we can disguise it 
and, you know, see who flinches, right? Maybe the team wants Dame to say it first. Maybe Dame wants the team to say it first. Who knows? But whatever happens, the decision has already been made. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. For the, for the, you know, probably just for the business of it, you probably will do it in the middle of the draft. So that way, you know, like you saw, for instance, with Chris Paul, I, I was surprised to be, I was surprised to be when I was traded. Yeah. What do you mean you were surprised when you traded? They didn't pick up your option. What do you mean? What's the surprise? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like we've all been around. Like, if yeah. they didn't pick up your option, why are you they, surprised? They were, they were gonna wave you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. So again, like just for you know, our listeners here, let's just cut through the nonsense. I think the owner has to the owner and Dame, out of respect to Dame, I think Damien has earned at least that to have that conversation. But the owner yeah, has the, to the say what, were, um... what they want to do. Like, what is it they want to do? And whatever they want to do, I think everyone moves on. There, there's nothing really to discuss. Because, yeah. again, we all know, we all know in this business that the only way you can have sustained success is you have to do it through the draft. Damian Lillard is on a different timeline than the draft. Yep. So... You know, it, it, I mean, to me, it's simple. What what I think I, is going to happen, I think Dame is going to have to be moved. That's what I yeah, think will yeah. happen, but I don't know. I, I think, well, first of all, the Blazers were owned by the late Paul Allen, who passed away in 2018. Now they're owned by his wife, Jody Allen, um, who's also the de facto owner of the Seattle Seahawks, as well as the Portland Trail Blazers. But when you look at this team and you say, if you want to make a commitment to winning, you're going to trade your draft picks, your young guys, for whom? Okay, and let's say you do make some trades for guys. You're not going to be able to acquire a player, in my opinion, who's better than Damian Lillard. You might pick up a nice secondary option to Damian Lillard and a nice third piece. However, do you genuinely think that a team led by Damian Lillard is going to win an NBA championship? Now, I think Damian Lillard is a fantastic player. One of the best players in the league right now. One of the best players at his position right now. However... If we look at the facts, he's 32 years old now. He still has five years remaining on his contract. In the final year of his contract, when he's 37, he'll be making $63 million, right? As the best player on the team, a small point guard. When have we ever seen that win a championship? Steph Curry, who you're going to tell me is not an actual point guard. He's a scoring guard. Very valid. And that Golden State situation was unique because Steph was making $11 million because of his injuries he had that ridiculously low contract at the start of their run. And then the salary cap jumped, so they were able to acquire Kevin Durant. So the pieces lined up perfectly for them to make that run. And then the last time we saw a small point guard lead a team to a championship was really the Detroit Pistons with Isaiah Thomas. And they had how many all-time great defenders on that roster? So I don't even believe that if you did trade for, say, a Zion Williamson, that you would be competing for an NBA championship. Yeah, you'll be in the playoffs, you'll be a competitive team, but do I see them lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season? No, I don't. And then you look at the rest of their salary. So they've got Dame, who's going to be on the books until 2026, 27. Then you've got Yusuf Nurkic, who has 15 and a half million this year, 17 the year after, 18 the year after that, and 19 million the year after that. You've got to move that contract as well. Jeremy Grant is an expiring contract this season, so that'll be attractive to teams in a in a 
you know, salary dump as it were, but even then you're not going to get competing pieces. That would have been a move for say a Bradley Beal or something. That's what they could have looked to getting. I just don't see a path for this team to put a contender around Damian Lillard. Cause think about which players would make it a contender and are they available? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Can you? Well, uh, um, I mean, th these are fun discussions, but I, I just want to be radically honest with our listeners just so we can cut through it. If you're going to build a team and you're going to construct a team, you have to do it through the draft. Yeah. There's no other way. And you got it. the number, you got, is it a number okay. two or a number three pick they have this year? Yeah, I think it's the number two pick. Okay, so the number two number, pick, even better. Th number three, yeah, I think they three. I think it's three. I think Charlotte has two, if I remember correctly. Charlotte has two. Yeah, but e either way, two three. or three, you're going to get a great prospect in yeah. the so draft. Again, so if you're going to construct and build a team that has any sustainability, right? Whether it's the Warriors. The Warriors, they didn't draft one guy. They drafted three guys. Okay? Dwayne Wade was drafted. You got to draft at least one of them. Now, you can add a LeBron James and add a Chris Bosh. You have to draft, you know, the late Kobe Bryant. You have to draft Michael Jordan. You have to draft Tim Duncan. You, you know, you, you have this. to draft these players. You Even have Devin to draft Booker looking at the Suns. You draft Jokic, Jamal Murray. Giannis. It's, it's the same formula. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So now that we know that and our listeners know that, right? Because we're here to like tell it like it is. Yeah. Is it fun to talk about the combination of Damian Lillard and then you add you know, Zion to it. Okay, that's fun. Because you know what? They did draft Damian Lillard. However, at Dame's age, you know, you got to weigh the options here. You have to weigh a lot of different things. You have to weigh how we're going to put this together. You have to weigh the construction that you're trying to put together in the right timeline because you're trying to fit all of these players together, if you can, in their prime. You have to put all these things together. So, I'm not here to say it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. But what I am here to say is that to me, you have to fit the timeline of Dame. Dame is the centerpiece of this, whether whichever way you're going to go. And then if you're going to fit that in, I think in that market where the team is presently constructed, it's going to be very hard to fit pieces around him. That's going to allow him to compete at that level. Do I think they could get into the playoffs? Absolutely. Dame, Dame, if he's healthy, he'll he'll hover around the seventh, eighth spot by all probably all by himself. However, I don't think that's where they're trying to do or do what Dame is trying to do. He's trying to like say, hey man, the clock is ticking on me. Within the next three to five years, he could be at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this the clock is ticking now. So I personally think. It's time. It's time for him to move on. Why? Because I don't see a way for him to, you know, when you're talking about putting a championship caliber team around him, I don't see how it's going to be possible right now. But again, I don't have all of the, 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 the information. I'm just looking at it from afar. To me, it looks like, you know, you're going to need you know, a certain level of athlete, you're going to need a certain level of defensive. They're going to have to change their team, da-da-da-da-da-da. And then all of a sudden now we're saying, well, who's going to be 
who who we gonna start identifying and so forth and so on. I think there's a lot for them to do to do that. But again, I'm just looking from afar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Damian Lillard, I think we all will agree. He's a terrific, terrific player. But I just think it's probably time for him in his basketball life. Mm -hmm. Now, personally, you know, you got to think about your family. And this is the former athlete talking about. Now you got to think about your family, people, where you want to live, your kids in school. And that may be the best place for him. That might be the best place for him. And that's fine, too. So You know what I mean? Like, so, and, and the great thing about it, where he's at in his career he will he will have a say so and there's nothing wrong if he wants to stay in portland that's that's the thing to me you know mo we always talk about mental health right you know we 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 always talk about mental health and we talk about all of those things well to me he may just want to be there in portland he may feel like that's home for him but then why does and he keep talking about i want to win well, well be realistic well, well, Okay, as a, as a, as a, as because he's come out in interviews and said he doesn't want to be around um, with players that are two or three years away from being able to contribute okay. to competing to a but championship. What, what, what do you want to, what do you want him to say? Well, I'm not good enough to win because you're no, only as just... good as your, you're, you're only as good as your best player. Yes. So, he's, okay, who's the best player? Every player is going to raise their hand. You're not going to say, well, this guy's better than me. So what do you want him to say? That's what he's supposed to say. Yeah. That's what but, you're supposed to say. If you, you're coming into an interview and you're saying, I want to have players around me to compete and not no, young they, players. I'll and say that. Prospects, I've never right? said, I've never heard a player since 1946. We know this experience wins a championship. That's a mm -hmm. fact. Yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm not questioning that. What I'm saying okay, is... So he said the same thing that everyone else has said. However, Mo, I haven't heard a player that said, yeah, I, I can win a championship with just young players in the draft. Yeah, just give me the young guy in the draft. No, that's not how this works. No, absolutely. That's, but what, what I'm saying okay, is... Not, what I'm saying is... Okay, if, if, what are you saying? He has a say. You, you just said he's going to have a say in what happens. If he has a say. Okay. If he has a say. Okay. Let's pretend we're Damian Lillard. He has a wife. He has kids. You, you, you can pick anywhere in the country you can live. He's lived up there, what, for the last 10, 11 years. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he's done something right up there. Yeah. Clearly, he's everything he with the exception of a championship, he's achieved. He's all NBA. He's top 75. He's all-star. Yeah, he's got he's, the brand you know, going. He's, he's got signature every, okay, shoe. Okay. okay. He's so done this it. isn't about money now. So now we're just saying to win. Okay. That, that's fair. Now, we also know that if you're going to win a championship, you got to do it through the draft. That's okay. Damian Lillard has been good enough for them to not be in the lottery for the most part. Yeah. Because he's always hovering around the playoffs. Except for this season. Some years. Yeah, they're always except. And that's why they have a lottery pick mm -hmm. this season. Uh, it's a okay. sitting out the last however many games of the season. Okay. So because when you make the playoffs, which he more or less has, has done, made the playoffs, then you don't get as good a draft pick. Yeah. So now he's at a point in his career where here's the reality. Dane, 
I know you like it here. He's he signed a five year deal with them. He likes it there. They like him. Yeah, it, it, at the time, it was the biggest deal anyone's okay. ever had. So who's going to blink? Is he going to come out and say it after he didn't sign his name? Because say this, say what like you want to say about Damian Lillard. Say what you want to say about Damian Lillard. And I, you know, I, I'm not pretending like I know him. We're best buds or anything. But his word means something to him. Unlike Bradley, and Bill. he shows up. He shows up. I'm not. I, I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not judging. I'm just saying the facts because they signed these the same. They signed the same contract. Well, and but, one but, year later, but, but Bradley Beal flipped and said, "I want to leave. Send me to Phoenix for Chris Paul, and that's it." Okay, but again, because I've been on both sides of those things, there's three sides to the story. There's the player side. There's the ownership side, and then there's the truth. When you get rid of the executive who signed you to that max deal, what are you saying? Why are you going to hire someone that's going to have the same plan as the former guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so one guy, so, so, so one guy's action says what he says, and then the player just says what they're really going to do, and then we say, "Well, Rally Bill's not right." Wait a minute. Hold on. So, so. Portland also have a new front office since last season. Okay. Okay. So now and, it's and, time. That's why I'm saying it's time for them but, to go in a new direction. That's our opinion. That's your opinion. That's we the, are not. That's all everything is. <laughs> Everything's an opinion. No, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. But however, we have responsibility here too. We have a responsibility here to say, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's right. Well, at least me. That's what I, that's what I do. And because I have been in these businesses, have been in these business meetings, and I've been in this business long enough to know that the ownership and the player, they're not going, just like with Bradley Beal, they didn't just do this without meeting with Bradley Beal first. Mm -hmm. Now, Bradley Beal might have been the first one to say it or whatever, but once that decision was made, it was said without saying anything. Like you look for the clue. It's like in the game, you know, Mo gives me a nod. I know what that means. It's like, oh my God, I didn't, how did Mo know to throw that? It's just, a, it's just we've been around. You kind of know what to look for. So again, Damian Lillard probably is really struggling with the facts of this business right now, which is I like Portland. I would just, I'm just saying what I think. He probably really enjoys Portland. I bet you his family loves Portland. Mm -hmm. I bet you he probably would identify Portland with home. I could see him when his career is over working for Portland, yeah. staying up there. His kids were born there. I could see all of those things. However, we want you here, Dane. But at the same time, it's impossible for us to put together a team right now that compete at that level because of the timeline. And there is no right or wrong answer here. So I'm not trying to like say, well, one should do one thing or another. I think Dame has a responsibility to say, hey, Dame, what's best for you and your family? He's he's earned that. And that's a phenomenal thing to be in that position as a player. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It doesn't mean he's going to make the right or wrong decision. But what I think you want to do is you want to say, when your career is over with, you want to at least say, I gave myself a chance to make the shot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's his, that's what he's struggling with right now, because for the most part, 
And, and I have to say this to our listeners. Everyone's looking for the disgruntled star. Mm-hmm. That's the new norm in the NBA. Who's disgruntled? Who wants out? Damian Lillard, say what you want. He, he, he seems like a guy that he seems like a good guy. Like he seems like a yep. guy like he he was like, hey, man, I'm I'm I and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but he's probably more our generation, the way he thinks than I, this new gener this this newer generation. I've never interviewed Dame Lillard. I did meet him once in a hotel lobby and yeah. he heard me talking and he was like, yo, you're from England. And I was like, yeah. And then we must have spent about 15 minutes chatting about boxing because he was talking about Anthony Joshua and he's going to his fight. Da, 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 da. Great guy. Absolutely. Fun. He, he had no reason to talk to me. Amazing guy. Right? I, I know him. I know him. But he's a terrific. He's a terrific guy. Like, I enjoy him. I know him from Adidas. I've been with him. I, I, I and, and he loves hip hop music. Yeah. You know what? I mean, he's a and everything. He's respectful. I mean, everything you want, he's it. So I'm assuming without knowing anything that this guy is really struggling with the decision that probably he know has to be made. Yeah. And I respect that too. If he was traded, Miami seems to be the team that's all in the media talking about trading for Damian Lillard. But just from a fan perspective, which team, if you could pick any team to trade for him, which team would you like to see him playing on the most? As a fan of the game. If if, if I could see him going to a team, Miami would be the team. Why? Miami. And the reason I say this is because, you know, just from the outside, Dame looked like he's craved. He looked like a person, the way he plays, he craves structure and discipline. Dame looks like he wants to fit into a team with people who kind of, you know, he's, he has like an underdog mentality, like, okay, Jimmy Butler, check, bam, out of Bayou, check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All of the things about like that you see with teams, you know, teams break it up and all those things. You don't have to worry about that in Miami's culture. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to do what they're going to play hard. They're going to play the right way. And you know, they're giving 110% every night check professionalism dame lillard say what you want he is a pros pros pro Mm -hmm. check just for his personality that would be a fit for him he's not coming there to be the savior he wouldn't he would be coming there to play a role and i think it would be and this kid gabe vincent and those guys were terrific last year they got to the nba finals but i think damian lillard would be a significant upgrade yeah, in that role in the way they play. So I think for him and where he's at, that would be a seamless transition to the way he plays, to the what he's looking for, and what I know from him just looking from afar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he could play. Jimmy can handle the ball. Dame can handle the ball. Bam can handle the ball. They're all veterans. They're all in the same timeline. And I think they all would play and would work together and they're they all have a similar attitude you know they're they're like the you know they got a chip on their shoulder if you will so i think that would be great for him i hear it i would like if portland go into a full rebuild i'd like to see him go to the brooklyn nets i think 
first of all, you can dump Ben Simmons' salary in Portland. Um, Brooklyn have an absolute stash of draft picks from Dallas and Phoenix and their own that they have got through trading Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So in terms of future draft picks that they could offer to Portland if they go into a full rebuild, they could offer substantially more draft picks. I mean, the most attractive thing that Miami could offer would be a Tyler Harrow-based package. But then you've got Anthony Simons and... Are you really looking for another player that plays in that mold with Tyler Harrow? Are you going to build your team around Tyler Harrow? I don't know. Um, you know, I would like to see the Brooklyn Nets throw an offer at Portland to see if they can get him over there. I think Mikael Bridges has shown that he can be fantastic, um, especially leading that team this season after the trade. If you bring Dame there as the veteran who's got all the experience and can give those great habits onto the younger guys in the team, can lead them. I think it will make the game a lot easier for someone like a Nick Claxton who's playing at the five. You've got uh, Joe Harris, who, Seth Curry, who can both space the floor amazingly uh, in that backcourt um, for wide open threes when Dame attracts the attention of the defense. I'd like to see the Brooklyn Nets try and go after him. What do you think about that fit over there in Brooklyn? Well, it, it appears to be that, that the Portland Trailblazers and Damian Lillard are going to work as partners if this decides to happen. And that was the whole deal with Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal had all the cards. He had all the chips. Yeah, the no trade clause. He had the no trade clause. Okay. So if you have a no trade clause, it limits significantly where you can go because Bradley Beal, you know, he had to okay everything. Okay. Now, in this situation, if you're going to be a partner with someone, then you got to figure out what is it they want back. I don't know what, again, these are things I don't know. Are we going to do what's best for Dame or are we going to do what's best for the organization? Now, clearly, Mo, what's best for the organization is for them to get those first round draft picks back. Mm -hmm. But clearly what's best for Dame is for him to go down there and play with a team who's already in the NBA finals. Yep. So again, if we're going to do this, let's do it in a partnership that's going to work and, and try to do a win-win from everybody. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This is why it's hard for me to look at it and say what I want to happen because I've been in these situations too many times even to, to, to talk about because I know how hard it is to move a player like Damian Lillard. That's hard to do, especially mm -hmm. with the years that he has left on that contract. You're looking at a player at 38 years of age that will be making over $60 million. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, if, if Portland wants what's best for them, then they'll do what's best for them. And I don't have a problem with that. Just like Dame has to do what's best for him. So you would hope that those two would work together to try to do what's best for each other because Damian Lillard, you know, he could be traded to just about anybody if that's what Portland, if that's what Portland elected to do. Mm -hmm. However, I think out of respect, they wouldn't do that. At least you hope they wouldn't do that. But we'll see what happens. I I, I don't know what's going to happen. But what I do know from a pure basketball perspective, Miami would be the best place for him. I think Miami would, would be a place for him that would fit his personality. But again, you got to get Portland. They just can't give them away. I mean, you, you, you can't never know give them away. You never know what could happen. You know, say say the Hornets take Brandon Miller second and Scoot Henderson's on the board at three. The Pelicans might call them up and offer them Zion or Brandon Ingram for that pick 
over there. So like, I think it will come down to draft night and you could just see a last yeah, minute deal as they exactly. make the pick on behalf of someone else or for themselves and just go all in because then the other factor and is that's as well, still a big, but Mo, that's still a big risk because of the health issues of Zion. Yep. And Brandon Ingram missed a lot of basketball this year. Yep. And he's not young. Like, you know, everyone talks about sort him of, like a young prospect, but he's not anymore. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Mo, this isn't like, these are names. We love the names. It's kind of like we love the rumors more than the act. Okay, you get Zion. Zion has missed more games than Greg Oden missed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Paul and then the place to be with injuries. You got Greg Oden, you got Brandon Roy, you got um, yeah, the, the kid like, of Jordan as well in, in that draft. Like, it ain't, it ain't the best to be injured. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, is, this is a very... Portland is in a very tough situation because they can't, in my opinion, the Bradley Beal situation was a very unique situation because of the no trade. They really had no choice. They had to just do what they had to do, which was mission accomplished. Get that salary off the books Mm -hmm. by any means necessary. And they did it by not taking back much. Yep. Okay, they took back fifteen million dollars with Chris Paul and about nine or ten million dollars with Landry Shamet. Landry Shamet, yeah. So mission accomplished. However, when you look at it from a basketball perspective, you're going, they got nothing back. Mm-hmm. I don't think Portland can do that. Yeah, I think Dame is better than Bradley Beal for a start, so I'd be shocked if it was a similar return. And also, like, I don't know if. Bradley Bill, like I, I read a thing earlier that the Miami Heat weren't willing to go into the luxury tax to trade for Bradley Bill, but I think that they would be for Damian Lillard if they could pull that off. As great as Bradley Bill is, I just think Damian Lillard is a bit more of a difference maker. Well, you got to you, you, you see, again, Bradley Bill's is it's not apples to apples here because of that no trade clause is yep. a huge difference. Yeah. So... it's not you know what I mean I hear what you're saying if we're just talking basketball basketball let's just talk basketball and have fun and however we have to be responsible to our listeners we have to be responsible and say okay when you start talking about acquiring someone under these circumstances and with the contract you're taking back you got to look at history health da 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 and you're trying to build a team you're trying to build a team here. That's the key. Mm-hmm. I, I again, they were able to get to the finals here with the roster they currently had. I think Damian Lillard fits into what they're doing. Seamless. I think he just fits right in. You put him right in there where Gabe Vincent was at, and they don't miss a beat. If you put Bradley Bill there, it changes their team. Mm-hmm. You, you follow yeah, it yeah. changes their team okay so and we don't know what the other team like I don't, I don't think Washington was looking to take back Tyler Hero see that's the key yeah. because the ty- we don't know what the owner is saying that's why I'm saying it's fun to say these things but we can't be you and I can't be reckless like we can have fun but let's just mm-hmm. tell our listeners we're having fun and then let's have fun 
But mm-hmm. if we say it as if it's authority, it's just irresponsible. We're not irresponsible on the microphone. I hear it. I hear it. Well, it's going to be interesting. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see for the first time Shams or Woj don't leak that he's been traded. I would love him to just upload a freestyle video with the lyric of the next, with Mechdi where he's going to be playing next. That's how I that, want that them. Be- that's how I want them to announce the Damian Lillard trade. I don't want to see no damn tweet from Shams or Woj, or it'll probably be Chris Haynes because him and Dame are really that, close. That would be, but, that would be, yeah, that'd be fire. That would, that's what I'm that trying to see. Oh, I don't care yet. where he goes, about, that's what I'm trying to see. How about releasing on uh, on our podcast? How about releasing oh. on our podcast? How about that? Dame, come and join the show. On a freestyle. <laughs> on a freestyle. We go 16 Dame, for 16 freestyle. with Dame, huh? We go 16 for 16 there, there you go. Dame. I, I, I just, I think it would be really cool. Yes, sir. Really cool. Yes, sir. Well, let us know on social media or in the Discord server that is linked in the description of this show where you want to see Damian Lillard playing basketball next season. There's going to be a lot more to talk about this week. We've got the draft coming up. We've got to talk about some of these prospects. There's a few very interesting ones, obviously, except for Wemby, who's pretty much the guaranteed number one pick. There's a lot to talk about. So we'll be back tomorrow with more. Make sure you don't miss a beat. And uh, most importantly, get buckets.